This is Roberta Foster, and welcome to today's edition of the Author's Corner, brought to you by KNEO 91.7 FM, The Word. And today I welcome Mary Carmen Engler to Author's Corner. She has written the book, Seven Pathways, Ancient Practices for a Deeper Relationship with God, which is published by Forefront Books, and she'll tell you more about how to find the book at the end of the program. Let me tell you a little bit about Mary Carmen. She is a respected author, speaker, and ministry leader. She has degrees from Dallas Theological Seminary, Vanderbilt University, and Baylor University. As the founder and president of Seven Pathways, she has developed a transformative approach to connect with God through ancient practices. Through her engaging speaking engagements and insightful resources, Mary Carmen inspires audiences to explore themes of gratitude, prayer, perseverance, and the faithfulness of God. Mary Carmen, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you, Roberta, for having me. So why don't you tell our listeners what it was that prompted you to write this book at this particular time in your life? It was not the time I probably would have chosen. However, um, God, through this long journey of trying to figure out what was going on with physical pain, the Lord led me back to these practices that I had started in 2005 a year after seminary, when I was really feeling a need to connect with God more through spiritual practices, Uh the really spiritual disciplines that are discussed in the book. And so I started working on um, the Seven Pathways approach, but at that time it was a much uh, leaner uh, version of this one, and taught a couple of classes, and then just put it on the shelf. Um, I was busy with work, and it just wasn't the right time in my life, and honestly, I think that the Lord allowed me to go through this time so that then he could really build out the larger framework Mm. and I would spend that time listening to him so that I could really hear what he wanted for this particular plan of engaging with him through these pathways. And then so that I would actually be the person that lived them. Uh (laughs) And that's so important. You know, they were so life-giving to me um, during my journey to of trying to figure out what was going on and enduring my recovery as well, because those are things that I could do well during that time when I was just exhausted with pain, and it turns out I actually had cancer. Um, so those practices of prayer mm-hmm. and really praying for others and getting myself out of what was going on currently and seeing what God was doing in the lives of others so that wouldn't go down that spiral of what I'm missing and depression and focusing on what all had been taken. Instead, Mm -hmm. I could join in with what was going on in the lives of others and then look for what God was doing in my current life. Mm. Um, So that's a little bit why. I actually told him, I said, (laughs) you mentioned it early on, I was like, when I wanted you to go back to that project he'd worked on in 2005, and this was 2020 when he was mm. nudging me to do that, I, got, I was like, I, I'm not sure this is a good idea. This is not the best time. <laughs> I'm not feeling well. I'm, you know, I have no energy. Um, I, I'm just not sure about that. He's like, no, no, no. no. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you small steps, and we're going to take a different. We need to adjust your pace and 
I want you to trust me. This is the right time. This is the time to also that will encourage other people uh-huh. that no matter what's going on in your life, no matter how bad it is or how you think this is just impossible, that can be the moments when God is saying, no, you rely on my strength. Mm-hmm. And actually, my strength will help you take those steps and you'll find joy in a way in the way back and you'll have peace in a difficult time. Mm. Amen. So you write about seven pathways and without going into great deal with each one, why don't you just start by mentioning what the seven pathways are? Oh, sure. Yeah, absolutely. I'll give you a short version of them. Uh, the cliff note version, right? All right. <laughs> yeah. So the first pathway is Thanksgiving. The second is silence. The third is confession. The fourth is song. Fifth is prayer. Six is Bible study, and the seventh is scripture meditation. So uh, one of the things that you talk about in your book, uh, when you use the word biblical meditation, um, you say that for many people, we conjure up this image of uh, Buddhists sitting with his legs crossed and uh, Eastern religions and things of that nature. But you tell us that biblical meditation can be found in a lot of different passages of Scripture. So why don't you help alleviate or eliminate any concerns <laughs> about the, this issue of meditation? Oh, yes, that's a, that's a great question. So throughout, throughout Scripture, the Lord mentions the word meditate, and it's particularly in Psalms. He talks about meditating um, on my word. Mm. And what that word means in Hebrew, it means to think, to ponder, to muse over, um, to reflect. Um, then, again, you know, in the New Testament, he talks about you know renewing your heart through the word of God, um, thinking on the thought, you know, ponder and think upon these things, work those things into your heart, and Deuteronomy speaks about that. That was in the, in the Old Testament as far as when he was talking about writing them on, I think it was writing them on your hand mm-hmm. and buying them around your um, your um, your uh, arms. And he, he speaks of all these different ways that we can think upon what he said, because if you don't spend time quieting your heart to focus on God and really digest what he said, and that's really what meditating is, it's thinking and quieting yourself, but then you have to give yourself time to digest what he said Mm -hmm. as well. Um, And so that's where, you know, it's not emptying, it's not emptying your mind or to connect with God, but it's meditating in a biblical sense, is focusing your mind and your heart on the words of God, which is, you yeah. know, what he talks about in Scripture, you know, through keeping you know, his promises, through learning those promises and working those into mm-hmm. your life. That is what it looks like to meditate, to think, to pray, to wrestle with those words, then to think, how does God want me to apply what he's shown me through the Holy Spirit? He was mm-hmm. the one that does help us, I should say. Um, that is so important. The Holy Spirit is the one who counsels and guides us, who reveals truth to us, as it speaks about in John 14 and 16. That's the role of the Holy Spirit, to reveal the words of God. So that's Mm -hmm. when you're praying and 
And you think, oh, I don't know about this meditation. Sounds weird. You know, ask the Holy Spirit, because if you're a Christian, the Holy Spirit lives in you. Ask the Holy Spirit to reveal truth to you and then mm-hmm. how you can apply what you've read to your life. And mm. so, yeah, that's okay. simply what meditation is. It, it, it's not an emptying and like, oh, okay, if I going to say something, mm-hmm. what's going to say? <laughs> it is, it's quiet in your heart, quiet in yourself with the Word of God, asking yeah. the Holy Spirit to speak to you. Yes. Um, then it, and then it can take another step is then spending more time not only just working at your life, but then memorizing it as well. Yes. That's a, it can be another step of meditation as far as, because if we don't, we could think about it, but you think, but if you don't, then spend time learning it more, such as memorizing mm-hmm. it, we can forget the words of God. Right. So that's, that's just another way of really taking the meditation as far as application into your life more is okay. through memorizing it. Okay. And then putting it to practice, keeping a journal. It could be like a journal, a scripture memory journal, or verses you're meditating on for that week. Um, that's a great way to then stay focused on those verses and then sure. see how God has used those verses in your life to apply. And you may not notice, it could be weeks or months, and you look back and you're like, oh, wait, that's that verse, you know. Oh, I see how, you know, I yeah. see how God is using that in my life currently. It's a verse that, you know, I learned years ago. I mean, that's. Oh my gosh, there have been so many moments like that as well, and <laughs> particularly through this journey. So. Okay. Well, there's more to talk about as far as seven pathways, the ancient practices for a deeper relationship with God. We're talking with Mary Carmen Englert, and this book is published by Forefront Books. You're listening to Author's Corner, and I'm Roberta Foster. And one of the pathways that you introduce through your book is the pathway of confession. And on page 111, you say that um, most of us think of confession like that God is uh, going to give us a guilt trip over mm-hmm. our our issues. Um, but t- talk to us about how that's not God's pattern, but what what is the importance of confession? Confession, what it does is it's admitting our wrongdoing, asking God for forgiveness. We all don't like to admit our shortcomings. Most people like to feel like, hey, I'm doing good, um, that we all have. We know that how we live as humans, we, we make mistakes. So in, in any relationship, just with the Lord, um, confession is a huge part of it because mm-hmm. God is a holy God, and He is righteous, and He is um, perfect. And the, and the only way that we can you know, have that relationship with Him is through um, confessing our sins, admitting our wrongdoing, and then turning from which is repentance, um, which happens when you become a Christian. But then, you know, throughout our life, uh, we realize that all of life is, is a lot of confession, because it's not just, you know, repent and ask for forgiveness and then become a Christian, but then that lifestyle is a part of being a Christian of how we relate to a perfect and holy God. Mm-hmm. Yes, He forgives our sin and casts them into the depths of the sea, um, which I, that's one of my favorite scriptures. I think a lot of people think of God as up there judging them. Mm-hmm. If I don't perform right for God, then He is not going to love me. 
But what that does is sin, as it speaks in the Bible, separates us from God. Mm -hmm. So if we continue to not open ourselves up to God and ask for forgiveness and then confessing it, that is blocking our relationship Mm -hmm. with Him. It is actually hindering us from experiencing a really fruitful and good relationship with Him where He can actually help us and then change some of those patterns and desires. We're actually cutting ourselves off from, you know, that hand of God that is always there to hold us, to walk with us, just like He did in the garden when Adam and Eve sinned. He knew where they were, mm-hmm. but he the first thing he asked them was, where are you? Mm-hmm. And, you know, he is a God who searches, and he's a God that is always looking for us. Right. And he is a God that walks with us, and he wants to walk close with us. But what confession does, it helps us to walk close yes. with him. So we have to remember, he's a, he is a judge, and he does punish, you know, there are consequences for sin. But at the same time, he is also a God that is redemptive. So he's always going to start working things for good in your life, even bad things. He can work that for good. Amen. So, con- yeah. So confession is it's going it is going to bring freedom from guilt, mm-hmm. from shame. The cat, and so, as I mentioned in the book, it's, it's sort of a casting off of the weight right. of sin because sin is sin is weighty, and it's creates sickness, it creates all these things, and like what confession does, starts cleaning things out, starts opening, you know, one part up, it starts releasing those, and starts healing, actually, it really starts healing some of those bruises and those Mm -hmm. wounds that we have, and it releases the power of God, it releases the glory and the beauty of God in your life that can dispel that darkness, the Mm -hmm. light that we all need, that's what confession does, it brings in the light. Amen. Um, of God, you know, He is there to help us no matter what He allows in our life. Well, there's so much more to um, the seven pathways uh, for a deeper relationship with the Lord. Uh, the book is written by Mary Carmen Englert, and our thanks go out to Forefront Books for providing us a copy. Mary Carmen, how would people connect with you and find out more about how to get their own copy? Oh, yeah, thank you for asking. So one of the best ways to connect with us is on um, our website at sevenpathways.com. You can go to our book page to, and find out about the book. And the workbook as well is out, a six-week study, and it can be done in small groups as well. And on our book page, you can find out where you can purchase um, all, the, all the books. But you can always go to our website, and we'll keep it updated. And just find out more about Seven Pathways and We hope to provide other resources in the future. So one more time, the book is Seven Pathways, Ancient Practices for a Deeper Relationship with God, written by Mary Carmen Englert. And we certainly thank Forefront for giving us a copy today. And Mary, thank you so much for your time with our listeners today. Thank you so much for having me. I've so enjoyed our conversation. Thank you. To our listeners, we do appreciate you tuning in. If you've missed any part of today's interview or would like to just hear it again, you can find it on your favorite podcast platform. This is Roberta Foster on The Author's Corner. Join us again next time. Do you have five minutes for God? I'm Pastor Ed Wilson, and I believe there's no better way to begin each morning than spending a little time with Him. 
That's why every weekday morning I bring you a short devotional broadcast designed just for that. Look up God's Five Minutes wherever you get your podcast to kickstart your spiritual walk for each day. We'll always do it in five minutes or less. Have you talked to God today?